Check out my other brand new Canon Dooku videos after this one. Since Star Wars Episode 2, Count Dooku has always fascinated me. Not only can he take on Yoda in a lightsaber fight, but his charismatic energy attracted nearly half the Republic to abandon thousands of years of precedent and follow him to the Separatists. He undoubtedly would have been a suitable replacement for Darth Sidious as the ruler of the galaxy. In Legends, we had a ton of information about why he left the Jedi Order and why he turned to the dark side. And definitely you guys can check those out if you haven't already. But finally, now, the new canon is filling in these gaps for us. In the new canon audiobook, Dooku Jedi Lost, we follow Dooku's journal from the time he was a youngling to when he leaves the Jedi Order. We get into his head like never before and all his experiences form glimpses into why he left the Jedi. I'll go over a few of these experiences and how Dooku reacts to them. To start, Dooku's discontent with the Jedi began when he was still a youngling and accidentally met his sister Genza on his home world of Sereno. He felt such a strong connection with her that Dooku secretly kept in contact with her throughout the years. No one knew, except for his best friend, Sifo-Dyas, until a Jedi Master named Lin Costana found the holocron Dooku was using, where he would communicate with his sister regularly. Costana isn't one for rules, but even she freaks out a little from time to time. Now, Jedi don't maintain contact with their families. That's just not something you do. Look what happened to Anakin with his mother. They forbade it. That's the definition of attachment, and it's totally against the Jedi way. It compromises their decisions like nothing else. Young Dooku actually thinks that his attachment to her has made him a stronger Jedi. He even goes as far as saying that not having attachments are making the Jedi weaker. He says, The Jedi are supposed to protect the galaxy, and yet we remove ourselves from it. We cut ourselves off. Genza has listened to his worries and emotions and has been his guiding light. If the Force is in all living things, as the Jedi preach, is it possible that the Force could have been working through her for him all these years? Do the Jedi have a monopoly on the Force? Why should he not be able to look to other sources for guidance. The Jedi ultimately tell Dooku to break off contact with Genza, which he ignores to a certain degree. A second instance of why Dooku left the Jedi occurred many years later, when Dooku is training Qui-Gon Jinn. By then, he feels the Jedi are puppets of an ineffective Republic, which is an insult to the Force they serve and the Jedi's power in it. One day, he and Qui-Gon attend a big race on Coruscant as official guests of some government officials. Why are we here? Dooku complains. It's good public relations, answers Qui-Gon. And why should we care what the public thinks of us? We have a job to do and should do it. Not be wheeled out like exhibits in a freak show, says Dooku. Well, that's a little harsh. Qui-Gon says confidently. But it's true, exclaims Dooku. And what good are we doing here, drinking and making chit-chat? Our predecessors pushed boundaries, explored the galaxy. They made a difference, Qui-Gon. Today, we're anachronisms, who only act when politicians give their assent. Half the people here think we're nothing more than a glorified police force, or enforcers for the Senate. Dooku pauses. Qui-Gon isn't sure what to say. And the other half? Asks Qui-Gon. They don't think of us at all. We're an irrelevance, answers Dooku. Dooku hated that the Jedi weren't doing everything they were capable of in the galaxy. He felt a lot like Anakin would years later. If the Jedi were the most powerful beings in the universe, why weren't they acting like it? Dooku hated being subject to the Senate, but hated even more so that the Jedi were okay with it. Why did they have to answer to a Senate that was corrupt and ineffective when the Jedi could solve most of the universe's problems? They had become a political token, nothing more. Knowing this about Dooku makes a lot of sense of why he turns to the dark side later. Wouldn't an emperor who has the force be a much more powerful and effective leader than the Republic and its subservient Jedi? The short answer is yes. The Empire arguably got a lot more done under the rule of Palpatine than the Republic. So. 
Dooku was, in a sense, right. The third instance we learn in the book is that Dooku felt the Jedi were so far gone from the ideal that even their own members couldn't trust them. Dooku was shattered by the fact that Master Braylon didn't confess to the Order about having her own child and bringing him to the temple to train. After the whole incident, Dooku spoke to Yoda about it. Hmm, yes, worrying it is says Yoda. Worry, it's tragic, yells Dooku. One of our own makes a mistake in what happens. Does she confide in us? No, she's afraid of what we might do to her and her child. Help, that is what we would have done, what we have always done. That's easy to say now. Monsters, we are not. Feelings, we have. Feelings, we suppress, Dooku shouts exasperately. Trusted us, Raylan should have. Different things would be. Learn from this, we must. But did they learn? We don't know how the council would have reacted had Anakin told them about his child, which you should check out my video about that one. But we can look at what happened with Ahsoka. Ahsoka, if you recall, was framed for a terrorist plot, and the Jedi fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. They expelled her from the Order and turned her over to the Republic for a trial. Ahsoka would have been sentenced to death if it hadn't been for a last-minute confession by the actual guilty party. Ahsoka was pardoned by the Jedi in the end and invited to join the Order, but her faith in the Jedi was permanently shaken. How could the Council be true following the Force if they were so easily deceived and swayed. Dooku had similar thoughts. Why didn't they sense Braylon's guilt from the beginning? Another instance which occurred with the Master Braylon conflict is when Dooku captures the crime lord, Lady Senevax, who corrupted Master Braylon and blackmailed her for years about her secret son. After Braylon's confession, Senevax was sent to the secret Jedi Citadel prison rather than being turned into the authorities. Dooku knew that the Jedi didn't want their reputation stained. A Jedi Master being corrupted by a crime lord and giving in to blackmail? How would that look to the rest of the Republic? He knew that people would question just how Braylon was able to keep it such a huge secret from the Jedi for so long. Why didn't they detect the treachery? If the Force is with them, as they like to say, then surely they would have sensed it. It sounds a lot like Ahsoka's feelings again. The Jedi had lost the ability to use the Force, something that Mace Windu doesn't admit until the Clone Wars. The final nail in Dooku's Jedi coffin is after he's a member of the Jedi Council. Serena was taken over by Abyssin pirates, and his sister Jenza calls for him to come help. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Both the Republic and the Jedi refused, though, because Sereno had stopped paying taxes and said that they didn't want to be a part of the Republic anymore. For Dooku, it was politics over people. He disobeyed the Jedi and went there himself to protect his home planet, and ultimately was victorious. But for Dooku and the Jedi, the damage was done. Dooku contacts Yoda and tells him that his future lies on Sereno. It's in this conversation that Dooku lets everything out. Leaving the Order, you are. I have no choice. The House of Sereno brought this planet to its knees. It is my responsibility, my duty, to rebuild it by whatever means possible. And what of your duty to the Republic? Hmm. The Republic is changing, Yoda. Has changed, we all know it. 
even if we won't admit it. A moment ago, Master Costana told me the Senate would happily send what is needed to process our riches. I have no doubt that is true. And yet the very same Senate refused to send help when my sister begged them to stand against the Ibisans. The Jedi refused to help. I am the heir of Sereno. I will rebuild this planet, make it stronger, not for the Republic and not for the Jedi, but for the people, my people. I ask for you and the Council to respect my decisions in this matter. Saddened by your decision we are, but respect it, we will. Dooku then offered to surrender his lightsaber because it was the weapon of a Jedi, but Yoda declined. Necessary, that will not be. Keep it, you must. More than a name, a Jedi is. More than a title. Strong in the Force, you are. Guide you it will, guide us all, it must. So in the end, Dooku felt the Jedi had lost their way and believed he could do more good outside of the Order rather than inside of it. Is that such a bad position to have? Possibly not. Now something I find interesting that I'm going to explain very briefly here and I can elaborate on it in another video if you so wish, just let me know down below if you do want that, is that Dooku actually never had intentions to fully fight Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. Palpatine told him that you're merely going to just toy with Skywalker. You're just going to kind of test him. You're not going to use your full skill or powers or anything like that. You're just going to basically see if you can disarm him, but don't go any further than that. Then, lo and behold, Anakin did get the best of him once he tapped into his dark side, and, well, after that, it was all over for Dooku. If you guys want to see a funny version of that, an alternate ending, I'm working on my first animation for that with a team of people, very talented people, and I can't wait for you guys to see that. This is a series that I've wanted to do for a very long time, so I hope you guys stay tuned for that as well, and for the rest of the videos that will come on the channel. This was the full canon explanation of why Dooku left the Jedi Order. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please let me know if you want me to cover the Lost 20 in uh, canon explanation. I can go into depth on that too. So leave a like on this one. Let me know in the comments below what you guys think. And also check out my other canon videos about Dooku and how his attachment with his sister played into his leaving the Order. And also how Dooku killed his family. That's a pretty dark and awesome one. So can't wait till you guys see those. And I will see you all in the next one. Until then, remember... The Force will be with you, always.